0: Three, four, go! Hi everybody! Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast. I am your host Jay Colo, joined by my fellow host Chris G and the lovely but deadly Miss Angel, who is now known after her promotion as Comrade Angel, the executive producer and show commissar. Uh, you can find us <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Use Guys Pod. Email us at info at useguyspod.com. And, use guys and that at gmail.com. Check out our website, useguyspod.com We have a store, resource page, and uh, another one with a recommended reading section You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at useguyspod uh, Randall is unable to join us today, so it's just uh, the uh, the squad here um, We're going to get into some uh, interesting topics But before we get started, I'd like to... Uh, we had did, a, did a show not too long ago about how wretched the police can be in extracting information from people who are being detained or arrested. Those of you who are regular listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, to follow that up, just so you know what your tax dollars are going to, and by the way, this is not from some ultra-left-wing, anti-conservative, police-hating website. This is from foxnews.com, which is... Uh, I guess the uh, internet periodical of note of the right, allegedly anyway. Um,
1: what- and
2: they're like pro police and all of that. Yes, like
1: the this, this status quo neocon news network.
0: There it is. That that puts it perfectly. Yes, they folate the police, tongue on the balls and all. So, this is an interesting article. <laughs> You'll find this. It's by Stephanie Pagonis. Uh, I'm not sure if that's Italian or whatnot. Either way, Stephanie did a great job. She said, California sheriff's deputies say they didn't know it was illegal to lie about evidence on police reports. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: just, I'm going to give you guys a taste. This, show, this will be in the show notes, just like everything else that we, that we talk about. See it for yourself. The jokes are free. The information is free. Please jump in. Feet first. Uh, Two former Orange County Sheriff's deputies told a California grand jury they did not know it was against the law to falsify police documents, an offense that led to their firing and conviction amid a widespread department evidence scandal that came to light last year, according to a local report. Bryce Richmond Simpson, 31, and Joseph Anthony atkinson jr 39 testified to a grand jury on the 21st of september that they never they were never told it was illegal to write in police reports that they had submitted evidence when they actually had not the orange county register a periodical of great note recently reported citing transcripts of their testimony deputies were typically expected to submit evidence by the end of their work days the two of them were the most prominent and, according to the report, the worst of the O.C.S.D. members involved in the evidence scand- scandal scandal, that came to light in November of 2019, according to the Register. There were allegedly at least two of 17 deputies investigated for potential charges for allegedly claiming in reports they had booked evidence as required, but failing to do so sometimes until months later, if at all, according to multiple reports. So... Uh, you can read the rest of that um uh, rag in our show notes. So, what did we learn from this children? Don't trust the motherfucking police.
2: Yeah, no they lied. They they there's Yeah, there's no li- they can lie to you in the interrogation room and tell you they have all sorts of shit against you and they're probably lying to you. Cuz if they're telling you they have all this shit against you, they're not going to be telling you th- that you have that they have it and they're not going to try to convince you to tell them what the fuck you did or what the fuck you were up to. So just don't trust the police at all. Just get a lawyer right away and don't say shit. Even if you think you did nothing wrong, they'll still hem your ass up. Don't say shit. Get a lawyer. That's it.
1: Right. As I say, don't you can definitely talk yourself into jail. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Don't do that to yourself.
0: Don't do that to yourself. Don't, yeah, don't do that to yourself. I mean, um, they already have all the tools, Christopher. I mean, they don't. They don't. Right, they don't right. even need you to say anything at this point now. So, no. Why no. help it along? I
1: fucking I had to like steep on that headline for a minute, man. Like, <laughs> just like the absurdity of it. Like really, <laughs> like it's just so. Like they they didn't know it was illegal to lie. Uh, evidence on police reports didn't know it was illegal because they got a badge and a gun so they're above the law right
2: yeah i feel like it's like some kid's excuse like well i didn't know nobody told me you know it's like what what are you talking about you're a grown-ass adult with a firearm what do you mean (laughs) that you you don't think that you don't know nobody told you you weren't told that you're supposed to tell the truth on your report that doesn't even make any sense.
1: It, it, it just reminds like, someone can turn it in, you know, that one Spongebob meme whenever someone says something retarded? <laughs> and you do, yes. Like, the alternating, like, caps and fucking lowercase, like, <laughs> yes. that right there.
0: Like, I didn't know it was illegal to lie about evidence on police reports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the words of Chris G., get the fuck out. Out of here, man the <laughs> <You're laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> right, right, yeah, you sound just like me, man you know? <laughs> I've known you for a while, man I could do kind of a good job at that uh, Right I was, Speaking of uh, police uh, I When this is gonna This is shifting gears a little bit But we're gonna stay on theme uh, Shout out to Anarchy Ball Because he did an uh, interview with this uh, lady Who identifies herself as a transsexual By the name of Aria Di Mezzo. Uh, she ran in a primary for the Republican Party uh, nominee for sheriff of that of Cheshire County and she won. And she is a self-described Satanist and anarchist. And uh, if you guys check out his podcast, it's episode six where he interviews her. Uh, it's actually quite it's quite good. I don't know what her odds are now that the cat is out of the bag, so to speak, because now, you not only will you have the uh, the Democrats obviously attacking her for whatever reason, but you'll have GOP establishment types that are not going to be happy with her. Like we have the article from the Boston Globe. It's a great picture of her, where she's wearing a tank top and she's got a pistol right in her pants. Uh, you know, like a nice holster, a nice leather holster right there, man. She's she's packing right there, and the sign for her campaign. It's uh, it the A the Anarchy A is used for the A in her name, and it says uh. Aria Di Mezzo for sheriff and the last F rolls into F the police at the bottom of her sign, which is phenomenal. Uh, I, I wish her nothing but the best. In fact, I'd like to talk to her on our show at some point in time. I, I think that it's awesome that someone like her is coming forward to say that the solution is to de-escalate, not escalate, that, uh, you know, we need, uh, you know, accountability and stuff. Like, there's a lot of heat. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but um, there's a lot of heat in our group, and our community, where, and I'm not condoning one way or the other. You can do what you, whatever you want to do but there's a lot of people who feel that you shouldn't be getting involved in local politics or national politics whatsoever because voting is violence or what have we talked about that with jeremiah if i'm not mistaken um i kind of applaud this because it feels like a vermin supreme move i don't know if that makes sense to anybody but it feels like she's pointing out some obvious problems with law enforcement and by her running at least she's going to get some positive attention onto the issues i don't know how much i mean the military machine is you know the 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 military industrial complex is going to roll on no matter what and that equipment's still going to be handed down to the uh to the standing army of occupation but i still think it's a positive for the liberty movement because i mean we got to take victories anywhere we can because we don't get very many of them they're far few and far between uh so i don't know man what do you think about it
1: uh i mean like so like i definitely agree with you where you say it's like a like a vermin supreme move it's more of like a like a disruption of the system you know what i mean like trying to like do some like not necessarily like because i mean like we all know that there's no like there's no changing the system from within like none of us are fucking mensheviks here but (laughs) (laughs) right exactly yeah but, but but uh but yeah like it's it's you know even even a small disruption is a disruption nonetheless you know what i mean and and, and if it brings even a, a couple people either over to the movement or makes people question things that's that's a positive you know even even if no real lasting change comes about cuz i mean that's the thing with any sort of elected official like the next person that comes in you know could be the status quo fucking neocon neolib or whatever and fucking just undo anything that you've done anyways right exactly Um, you you know and and quote unquote quote unquote write the ship you know what i mean like and, and i don't mean that like in a positive sense but like write the ship back to to their status quo uh but even like i said even if it just opens up a few people's eyes or just makes some people wake up and start questioning shit like that to me like that's a net positive so
0: yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. Uh, you know, like, I, I think that the more attention there is to the issue, the better off we're going to be. What do you think over there, uh, uh, Comrade Sound uh, Engineer? Yeah,
2: you know, I agree. I don't have anything extra to add. I think you guys both said it pretty well and summed it up. I mean, I absolutely agree.
0: All right. Well, we're going to shift. We're going to stay with our deep um, resentment towards the state. And move on to something else, which uh, I am absolutely not happy about. And anybody in the gun community who hasn't lost their firearms in a tragic boating accident, wink nod, uh, you should be upset too. (laughs) Because this could potentially affect you down the road. We're going to go through this whole thing together. Um, uh, The Gun Owners of America put out a communique about uh, the ATF has reclassified the Honey Badger pistol. Now, most of the people who don't own one, and, of course, I really don't own one, but I know what it is, and most everybody knows what it is, a lot of you got familiar with it playing Call of Duty at some point in time, okay? (laughs) Well, citizens in the United States of America were able to purchase this firearm, uh, as they should be. In fact, I would like to restate for the record that we feel that we should be allowed to travel to any Walmart or Target and purchase a fully automatic machine gun with uh, the belt-fed ammunition uh, at same day, same spot, without a background check. That's not a joke, and we consider that to be the moderate position.
1: Right. Now, I was going to say, fuck that. I want to do that at my local corner store. I don't even have to get a <laughs> Yes,
0: yeah, We got lines you got to deal with, I guess. Right. right? right. Like, I'm going to go down to the ice cream shop. Yeah, let me get that M60 up there. Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Like,
1: uh, I'll, I'll also take a chocolate peanut butter milkshake and make it large. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great choice of flavors. Uh, right. The uh, It says the ATF goes rogue once again. You don't fucking say. You don't fucking say. <laughs> I'm already upset. You don't fucking say they go rogue. Okay, all right.
1: State the but- obvious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> once again, gun owners, manufacturers, and dealers are subject to the whims of anti-gun bureaucrats who run the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, and Child Killing. Uh, the latest outrage is that they have reclassified <laughs> QLLC's Honey Badger pistol as a short-barreled rifle, or SBR, subject to regulation under the provision of the National Firearms Act, which is an act of treason, including a $200 uh, transfer tax. That's that stamp tax, just in case anybody's wondering. Years after approving pistol braces and determining that a brace does not make a pistol into an SBR, rumors started to swirl that the ATF was planning to reclassify these particular pistols into SBRs. But shortly after the rumors began, the National Shooting Sports Foundation claimed that they were in contact with the ATF and that pistol braces were not being reviewed. Well, shame on the National Shooting Sports Foundation for buying that load of cockamamie flaming horseshit because you can't believe anything that these motherfuckers have to say. Saying that I don't like the ATF is putting it very mildly. They are murderers, okay? They are murderers. I don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about it. I don't care if your uncle's in it, and he's a nice guy. No disrespect. Go fuck your uncle, okay? Fuck them all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have time for this bullshit. I don't. Okay. Right. Anybody wants Just go he's look a- it up, Crimes of the ATF. That should just show you that they have
2: way too much fucking time on their hands, because, like, I, I read through this article, and it's like, you know, HR 5289. Like it's Like, it's at 5,289. So there was, like... 5288 like bills before this it's so annoying and i'm very exhausted by reading this these people have too much time on their hands to make up rules for us like i'm sick of it
0: well uh it get what gets worse go ahead christopher
1: well it's just like all these all these fucking laws and it's just like it's it's become so ridiculous like how many regulate like just like you said like there was five thousand, what five thousand two hundred eighty-eight fucking regulations before this. It's just become like so labyrinthian, like it. It's it's like impossible for a normal person to be able to like navigate this shit, and 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 that's the point, in my opinion. Like that's honestly the fucking point, you know. Absolutely, I don't just disagree like, at all. You know, just like all, all the the laws and codes that they put on the book, it, it's just like like how, how like like maybe it's a little off subject but just just think of like how many times per day that like your average person probably winds up unknowingly like breaking a quote unquote law you know which is why it's all bullshit to begin with so absolutely absolutely and and, 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 I, and I just don't get like what is it like what is it about short barreled rifles that just requires these fu- it's just so fucking stupid like it's an asinine. It, it's, it's asinine. I guess there's just nothing else to add to that. It's just, it's fucking asinine. Like, fuck it. Like, it, it, I mean, just like we've all stated a thousand times on this show, like any sort of gun law, gun regulation is an infringement. Like, I don't care what they say. I don't care what their excuses. I don't care what the boogeyman is that they try to use. It is an infringement on the rights of free people.
0: 100 percent uh there's no disagreement here and yeah it's we've stated like he said christopher said we've talked about this so many times ad nauseum and perhaps that's why so many of you start uh continue to come back because we get very irritated at the slightest hint of any kind of gun regulation uh none of us like it and that's uh I, i like it about as much as i like spontaneous diarrhea uh not at all okay um Moving on, uh, the rest of this article states that the ATF's new interpretation... See, this is a new interpretation. So it's kind of like the Bible, right? Like, they read it 5,000 years ago. It's okay to cut your penis and try to kill your kid Mm-mm. on the top of a mountain. <laughs> now, we're moving to... But that's a different interpretation. We know oh, the I new interpretation. That. I really... It's a, it's a new interpretation. What? No, I, I, the, the,
2: uh, how I interpret it versus how you interpret it are two different things. Like... I, I hate that. Why is there a new interpretation on something it's like?
0: A, yeah, it's a great point. You know, it, it, the
2: words change their meaning in between now and then. Like, when's the last time they're, they they mm, interpreted I mean, it? They don't
1: <laughs> technically change, but they do their best to change the meaning of the words. It's Very fucking nineteen eighty four ish dystopian.
0: You know, it's a, speak. it's a great point, and I wish we could bring up the video of Penn and Teller talking about the Second Amendment. Uh, because that's one of my favorites. Now, now, Penn Gillette, I think he kind of runs the. Um, I guess he runs the razor between being an anarcho capitalist and being a libertarian with a lowercase l. Um, he's definitely not a bad guy. He's definitely one of the good guys. Uh, but he did a great thing because the, the communist hard left, the, politi- uh, the, the, the progressive piece of human dog shit left, always talks about uh can you bring that up angel is is christopher going to be able to hear it
2: yeah he should be able to hear it
3: all right let's let's play that i I, i'm excited go ahead read the words a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state sure you need an organized military force to defend your country but the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed this is the people, in contrast with the militia. It doesn't say the right of the militia to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says the right of the people. Now why the word people? Because the people who wrote this had just fought a war for two years against a tyrannical state militia. They knew the time might come when they'd have to do that again. So they made the possession of weapons a right that the militia could never take away. Now gun control advocates say the phrasing is clumsy, and the comma separating the state from the people is just a pause to get your breath <laughs> strange they can't seem to point out any other places where those hack framers fucked up the wording <laughs> <laughs> that
0: uh that that's that puts it thank you for bringing that up that puts it brilliantly because that's what they will tell you well where the comma is placed and this word is placed okay uh there's no common this phrase go fuck your mother how about that Go fuck your mother with, you know, as Christopher likes to say, you know, let her lick your asshole with her tongue or kiss your asshole with your tongue out. Did I get that right? Kiss your asshole with the tongue out. Yes,
1: kiss my asshole with your tongue out. Thank you. I I will even, I will even, I will spread my cheeks and lift my sack. Um, And you can get up there. While you're down there, you might as well get the grundle. So, oh yeah, yeah. Get, get get dirty. Whole, get in the trenches. Yeah, get the whole, Yeah, yeah. That's right. Get down there in that dung ditch, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh. It's the same argument they've been making. I remember now. Christopher and I are a little bit closer in age, but I remember as a young kid before my my family didn't own any firearms at the time. It wasn't that they were you know uh, objected to it. It just did. We didn't have them when I was growing up. I became a firearm owner in like two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Uh, what they I remember as a kid that the NRA, which, by the way, has not made a statement on this uh, decision by the ATF, and I would like for people to understand that any of you that are giving your money to the NRA, you're giving your money to a collaborationist organization that has helped this stupid government write bills that get to dictate what kind of firearms you have. Okay. They are not a friend of the people. They are a collaborationist organization which makes them the enemy of the people. You do not work with these fuckers. Yeah. Um, they used to talk about, oh, well, you know, it's about our lifestyle. It's, it's about hunting. And, you know, we have a right to uh, continue our tradition. And the, the good thing about gun culture now, and I believe that we've talked about this before, the beautiful thing about gun culture now, it's, it's no longer, hunting is no, that's like saying, I, you, know, you know, it's about fishing. First of all, hunting to sustain your your you know, your your life force to feed yourself and your family. That's not that's not a discussion that needs to be had because it is like discussing fishing. Mm-hmm. You have a right to catch fish and fry it up any way you like to. You can fucking shoot whatever you want to as long because you need to eat. That that's like saying I have a right to go to the grocery store and get uh, kale to clean my bowels, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. You have a right to that vitamin D. Absolutely. The argument has changed, though, in, in the last 16, 17 years. It's not about hunting. It's about human beings being able to fight back with equal force. Now, of course, the assholes like uh, Swalwell were like, well, it's a short war because the government has nuclear weapons. Okay, great. Great great example, you fuck. I don't want to go through, like, I hate the guy. I don't care. We're not going to talk, but I'm just saying that there's always going to be that argument. The idea that they're going to use a tactical nuclear weapon on your, you know, apartment building mm-hmm. is very sl- slim to nil, slim to nil. That's not going to happen. But they will send a SWAT team after you. But that's either way, we have one victory with a no knock raid warrant. With a no knock raid while you're sleeping at four o'clock in the morning while shooting into your apartment building. Um, rest in peace, Duncan Limp. You guys, it's the culture has changed so much that we that we hear gun uh, rights advocates openly saying it's not about hunting. We want a forty or fifty round or a hundred and fifty round drum magazine because we have every fucking right to have one. It, you're not owed an explanation, and the ATF isn't owed an explanation. But I'm going to continue. I forget. Forgive me for the digression. We're going to continue with this absolute uh, piece of drivel that the ATF is putting out. Um, Let's see here. ATF's new interpretation, that's where we left off. QLLC, Honey Badger Pistol, has created uncertainty for all gun owners, manufacturers, and dealers. Click here, which will be in the show notes, to read the ATF's letter to QLLC and click here to read Q's response. This is a relatively simple issue that the ATF has complicated. GOA has had a copy of Gifford's diabolical plan to outlaw not only pistol braces, pay attention everybody, but 50 caliber ammunition, certain handguns, and the Mossberg shockwave for close to two years. Click here and go to page 7 for their false claims about pistol braces. This is not a coincidence one of giffords advisors david chipman who they tout as a retired atf special agent why that should mean anything other than scorn and disdain i'm not so sure that's not a positive that you hired some fucking government hack um it is entirely plausible that giffords has quietly worked to convince the atf to take a second look at pistol braces as well as many other previously approved firearms accessories Pistol braces have been a source of confusion for for the ATF for several years. In this letter, ATF said that if a shooter used a brace as a stock, then the firearm would become an SBR. They later retreated from that position. This is but one of the many reasons why Gun Owners of America is pushing to repeal not just part, but all of the NFA. The sad reality is that if Congress would do its job, that's kind of funny, uh, GOA, you should know better, and pass legislation such as H.R. 5289, the Home Defense and Competitive Shooting Act, firearms owners would no longer be forced to figure out barrel length or determine if the firearm had a brace or a butt in the stock. Despite its lengthy name, H.R. 5289 will change federal law and allow SBRs to be bought and sold just like any other rifle. Uh yeah, that, that should be the case now. It shouldn't even be I to say that
1: should be the fucking default. God Correct damn it.
0: Correct. That should be the default. That should
1: be the fucking default. And I would just like to take a moment to interrupt you here to give out a couple shout outs. Please um, do. So no matter remember that no matter what regulations they try to enforce on us, um, just remember this simple phrase is that 3D printer, go brr. Um So so shout out to, first off, Sal the Agorist. Uh, and if you want to get yourself a 3D printer, go to 3 dprinterburrcom Grab yourself a fucking 3D printer, pay in crypto. Um, and I would also like to give a shout out to at Ivan underscore is underscore back for the fucking good work that that dude does. Amen. Because no matter what regulations they fucking put out there, uh, no matter what they try to restrict you from buying, this dude is fucking... Broadcasting the signal, man. So the fucking files are out there. Print off whatever the fuck you want. And they can, they can, it, the argument for fucking gun regulation, gun laws over. It's fucking over. Don't care what they say. Uh, so do whatever you want. Uh, like I said, so shout out to Ivan, shout out to Sal Those guys fucking do great fucking work um, And continue on, Jay, sorry
0: <laughs> No, that's quite alright, I'm glad that you said that uh, Ivan uh, Al-Nohandi As uh, he changed his name <laughs> I love that He's the <laughs> treasure to the community And the funny thing is Is that, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Chris He got into it with some piece of human garbage That uh, accused him of making up a story That where he came from That you know, his ancestors kind of suffered under communist oppression, so it, it, he's kind of personally motivated to make sure that no person ever has to deal with that ever again. And this asshole required documentation. Well, uh, I mean, what do you want him to do? Produce KGB or NKVD papers to prove they were sent to some fucking work camp? <laughs> right, like, what, does papers, that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? What? I, I, don't, I don't even know why that's relevant. Everybody knows that because... All of these poor people across Eastern Europe and all the way to Kamchatka were disarmed from minute one that there was no resisting this kind of tyranny. You were going to the fucking death camp and you were going to work until they fucking killed you or they just killed you in the prison cell. I um, an Alexander Schultz and book uh, the Gulag Archipelago, which we it's one of our uh, recommended reading texts. And I highly recommend if you haven't read it. There's several volumes of it. It's a it's. It's I, I really feel that people sh- should read that as one of the first books they read as an adult when you turn eighteen and you have a good command of language and you understand things. I really think that people should take a look at this. I remember him saying, you know, how different things would have been if even the people met the NKVD at their doors with pitchforks, pitchforks, not firearms, but just resisted a little bit and fought back against these forces that, you know, I remember, Stalin. It's a conservative estimate that he murdered 23 million human beings. Okay, mm-hmm. that puts him in the bronze medal position on a mass murderer of all time. Uh, I understand that there are some communists out there that advocate that capitalism has killed 500 million or so. I'm sure. Okay, we, we great. I, I I don't I don't believe that, but that's fine. Um, we're in the modern era. In the last 100 years, communism has killed upwards of 100 million human beings. That much we know. If people would have fought back just a little bit, that's why you cannot ever, you know, I know that we have an international audience, and I know a lot of you folks that live in different countries, especially Australia and um, in the European Union in the UK. Um, Canada's, you know, more regulated than we are. Uh, You know, we do have a good in comparison to you folks, but I just want you to keep that. Like, I understand that we all feel that we're never going to be victims of such a tyranny. And I feel that that's a maybe I'm a little bit paranoid, but I'd rather be paranoid and vigilant than be like, oh, no, it's okay. You just got to trust your government or you got to just trust the, quote, authorities, which is a phrase I absolutely despise uh, with the fire of a thousand suns. Uh, These people don't have your best interest at heart. We've seen some of the things that have been happening in Australia and um, there's no recourse. Now, of course, here people say, well, what are you going to do, Jay? You're going to start shooting police and you're going to die. I'm not saying you're not going to die. The idea is to not get into the boxcar alive. That's the whole point. They can load me up, but they can load my body up, but I'm definitely not going to be inhabiting that. I'll be nice and dead by the time they get me into the boxcar. Now, I'm not advocating for violence. Nobody on this show is advocating for violence. But the point is, is when they come to, to do harm to you or act violently towards you, you should be able to react in the same violent capacity with the same violent means. And I'm really upset that so many people in our audience, especially in Europe, in countries where <laughs> some of these governments have killed hundreds of thousands of, of, of people not too far away from you, and still you allow, you know, the, the EU is allowed, not you, but the EU has been able to, uh, to completely put their thumb on the people and not allow themselves to be armed. And to Christopher's point this 3d printer revolution that you know sal has been promoting and thank you for the ender the ender 3 printer and of course thank you to ivan these things are now be, are able to be bypassed because the other parts to these firearms can be purchased quote legally not that you should ever have to worry about that if firearms were made illegal tomorrow they're still going to exist, and they're going to be in the hands of everyone from conservative Republicans to fucking dyed-in-the-wool anarchists.
2: But like, why make the the ammo, you know, fifty caliber ammo uh, illegal? Like, what?
0: There, because the pretext, just like the Striker shotgun, I think that's still I on really, the banned list. I,
2: I would love one of those. Wouldn't we all?
0: Wouldn't we fucking all want a Striker?
2: You know how I learned about that. Was Res- from Resident, Resident Evil. Evil 4. Yeah, of Resident course. Evil 4. That's how
0: a lot of people got introduced to that. That in Call of Duty.
2: Yeah, I was like, whoa, and I, I th- just thought it was a made up like shotgun. I didn't know it was real until like you know I looked it up. But yeah, I was like super excited. I'm the- like, I wish this, I had this in real life.
0: The reason why you're not able to purchase that, along with why they want to ban 50 caliber ammunition, is because first of all, they said that the striker has no hunting um there's no there's no there's no hunting mechanic it's not made for hunting let's say i'm trying to search for the right words but it doesn't have a hunting capacity to it which i disagree uh with a semi-automatic shotgun i can get a lot of deer like really fast right Right, if i'm really good
1: wild boars
0: (laughs) (laughs) an entire flock of geese brought down very quickly the entire family fed fat and happy uh, I yeah, so I disagree. Now the 50 cal, I think that you can figure out why they wouldn't want a citizen to possess anything that could shoot a 50 cal. Well, first of all, you're talking about it able being able to go through engine blocks. Uh, you, any of the armor that you have on you, you're still going to turn into pink mist when it hits you. Uh, what was it that we watched a video that somebody had the round pass them on the arm and it ripped their arm off because of how much energy the round is carrying. So. Yeah, it's the
1: fucking velocity of that fucking bullet is insane, man. Right.
0: I think we all should have one and at least right. 10 rounds each. each. Yeah, at least. You never know. You might have to hunt 747 for dinner someday. I'm not so sure. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, all jokes aside, that's what the goal is. And, of course, when they're talking about pistols, I'm sure they're still talking. But, like, I think the G18 is still listed, as, and they want to keep it uh, illegal, which is the fully automatic version of the Glock. Um, you know the high capacity, quote high capacity. Now, that's the other thing too. We've allowed them for a long time. I know we've talked about firearms more often than not on this show, but the gun control communists and their conservative allies, who also are allowing them to get away with murder, even though they pretend to be the uh, the the Stonewall bastion of. Uh, gun rights they've also been the ones who banned bump stocks for example Uh, shout out to donald j trump uh the uh, covid 19 champion of the united states of america who did that (laughs) single-handedly barack obama had eight fucking years to do something and he did nothing yet donald j trump you want gun control i got your fucking gun control so there you go republicans congratulations i mean i really I, i i marvelous job marvelous job uh real defender of the second amendment um I think that uh, you know the 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 issue here once again is that, like Christopher says, even though we talk about it a lot, the three D printer really has changed things to make it so it's not even an argument. The question is once again we get into the ethics of when you know the uh, the the use of force is allowed. You know what I mean? Uh, And then we talk about proportionality. We talk about those things. I think that anybody coming into your house trying to harm you, should be met with equal force. And, you know, this is interesting because it's going to dovetail right into uh, a conversation that we're going to have right now about um, a couple of years ago, there was a grand jury uh, that declined to indict a pot grower who shot and killed a cop during an early morning raid. Now, this comes from our friend Keith Preston from AttackTheSystem.com. It's an older article, but I looked up if anybody had ever Been able to defeat the state when it came to one of these raids. Um, It in fact that and it did happen. So uh, it was a um, the grand jury declined to indict a marijuana grower for shooting and killing a sheriff's deputy who burst into his home in the early morning to execute a shoot uh, a search warrant. Excuse me, Henry Goodrich McGee, who was indicted on drug and weapons charges, the latter only because he was growing marijuana said he believed uh, Burleson County Sergeant Adam Souders was a burglar. This was a terrible tragedy that a de- deputy sheriff was killed, but Hank McGee believed that he and his pregnant girlfriend were being robbed. McGee's lawyer, Dick DeGarren, told AP, he did what a lot of people would have done. He defended himself and his girlfriend in his home. So we have examples where, th- finally, you know, that this, is, this defense has worked. So I encourage those of you who are behind the, the the gun control wall more than we are, get yourself a 3D printer. Like uh, Christopher said, 3D printer, go brr.com. That's 3D printer, go com. Get yourself a 3D printer. And of course, I'm not saying print off guns, but you can print off Legos and toys and all sorts of cool shit. I mean, neat figurines. Exactly.
1: And uh, if
2: you go to useguyspod.com, you can go to our awesome merchandise store and get some mugs or some t shirts. We don't have any 3D printers, but we do have some cool uh, mugs and t shirts because I don't have anything else to plug. So. Also, <laughs> visit Might Sal. as well do a little bit of <laughs> shameless self-promotion.
0: Hey, you know, guys, uh, Hanukkah's coming up, and so is Christmas. Um, it's, it's time to uh, yeah, yeah,
2: Halloween is happening first, though.
0: Well, yeah, Halloween kicks off everything, it's a, and it's a wonderful holiday, even though, you know, it's completely sanitized. But besides the fact, you got a lot of holidays coming up. What better way than to raise awareness about the dangers of boating while having firearms. We are an advocate for boating safety on this show. We have been at the forefront of boating safety since the inception of this show. Like you said, Angel suggested, go on over there, take a look at all that merchandise. You are raising awareness. You are keeping the community safe, and you're keeping your firearms dry. I don't think there's anything more noble than that. Um, Now, uh, once again, shifting gears, do you guys remember... When the uh, war communism started in March, that we started to have concerns about the uh, food production in this country. That there was a lot of talk of shortages. Of course, they started rationing things that people won't remember because you know people were worried about getting uncontrollable diarrhea, so they bought all the toilet paper.
2: Yeah, like I still can't buy stuff. <laughs> like you can't get anything at the store. I, first of all, like I avoid going to the store. Like we all know this. We, I've said this several times. Like I just try to do, like, an in and out you know, or I go to, like, a, um, you know, bigger box store or something like that, and I'll get sure. some things. And so that way I don't have to go back to the store as often. But, like, they still don't have shit. Like, I had to order paper towels off off the internet and i refused to do it on amazon because it was so much more expensive i had to like go to another outlet i'm afraid to say because i don't want other people to go there don't tell to, like, them don't tell them the for stuff. your own benefit yeah. just keep yeah. it to yourself <laughs> I, but i have to get bounty Trade paper something. towels because a
0: known competitor
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have to buy them cuz they're the best and like i'm not just saying that because i'm stuck up and i'm trying to like you know say oh i buy the prog no it like it really (laughs) is the best paper towel i've bought all of the different types of paper towels like i used to clean houses for a living so i know okay
0: so you know what you're talking about like no
2: bounty is like quality and you use less it's really their marketing shit is true like you use less than like the other people's like cheap stuff and it's it's awesome and i have to buy that paper towel i will not buy any other paper towel so right
1: as us regular pros can't afford that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah, we use the people's paper towel. Single ply, right. and it might be single able to ply, get a booger. Right? And it might
1: actually not, might not be a paper towel. It just might be a really fine grit sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Uh, Zero Hedge uh, put out an article a couple of days ago. Um, no, excuse me. I beg your pardon. It put out, I, I'm a way ahead of the timetable here today. We've been putting out a lot of material, so I'm, it's hard to keep my dates together. Uh, but this is from October 7th, which I believe is, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's today. Um, at 943 this morning, it said, Top U.S. food bank warns of nationwide meal shortages in the next 12 months. Tens of millions of Americans have turned to the local food bank as food insecurity spirals out of control. According to the United States Census Bureau Household pulse survey from late august about 10 percent of adults or 22.3 million people reported they didn't have enough to eat or lacked food this figure is up from 18 million in early march so even at this point where i thought things were supposed to supposed to be balancing out at least the people have calmly accepted their war communism uh and they're you know not buying uh you know pallets of toilet paper at a time and other foodstuffs that is still happening Uh, Feeding America, a nationwide network of more than 200 food banks serving more than 46 million people, is warning that it may experience a massive food shortage within the next 12 months, reported the Washington Post. Feeding America said it could face a deficit of 10 billion pounds shortfall between now and June of 2021, the equivalent of 8 billion meals. So I remember when they were worried about the Tyson chicken plant because a lot of people got sick there. Now that was when the hysteria was kind of at its highest because people weren't really sure what they were dealing with. So I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen as far as the food supply is concerned, but I once again when you're dependent on other people to deliver your goods and you're, you're, you know to sustain you, you you you're a victim of, you know, circumstance if they're not able to provide then you're not able to eat. So I think it's uh, important to, uh, you know, keep your ear to the ground and see what's coming, or at least hear what's coming, excuse me. I don't know if you guys heard anything about this. And how do you feel? Are you worried about the food supply? Are you worried about, um, you know, stuff coming down the pike, this stupid alleged second wave of communist nonsense? Uh, What do you think, Angel? I'll start with you. Why don't don't you tell me, what do you think? Are you worried about the food supply? Are you worried about um, any of this stuff?
2: Well... I'm not really sure about the food supply. I mean, it's quite possible just if less people are working and less people are doing things, then there's going to be less things being made. So, you know, possibly, yes. But I don't know. They said that previously that there was going to be like a food. But it was mostly like meat. You know, um, bacon
0: shortage and a peanut butter shortage, which for me, those two things put together is an act of war. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, (laughs) right.
2: (laughs) I don't think you're going to ever see Clorox. Well, I shouldn't say ever, but I don't think you're going to see Clorox wipes in the store for quite some time. Like, I think stuff like that. Yeah, probably, you know, supply related, probably shortage. Like, it depends on what kind of foods you're talking about. Are we talking about like meats and stuff or are we talking about canned goods are we talking about like what we, what kind of foods are we talking about
0: i here? i think you should just go ahead and generically you know just decide are you, are you worried or are you not worried
2: well no i'm not worried in the sense of like am i gonna have less food because you know i'm kind of chubby so like i could go <laughs> i could go without like eating for a little bit and i'd actually you know lose weight so i'd be okay um You know, is it ideal? No, but I'd be okay. And I I got some, like, you know, pastas and stuff like that lying around the house. So, like, I think I'd be okay if something were to happen, you know, tomorrow and all of a sudden there was like a, a food shortage like there's food in my house like i'm okay okay
0: all right well said christopher how do you feel about Do you think it's a bunch of cockamamie nonsense or uh do you think it's something um, you should be concerned with
1: so so a couple takes so first off i'd like to say it's a perfect opportunity to remind people that you should probably grow and preserve your own food um amen you know obvi- obviously here in ohio you know we only have so long for a grow season and then it's you know, winter and, and gray skies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. For a while. Uh,
1: but I mean, definitely like grow your own food. Um, and, and I, I, like I guess reading between the lines on this article, like they're talking about food shortages at food banks, um, which, you know, there's going to be, cause there's so many people that have lost their jobs. So many people that are unemployed. So it's not necessarily, like a breakdown of the supply chain overall. Sure. I mean, we're talking, we're talking about like these people that are providing meals for the less fortunate, um, which unfortunately do, uh, to lockdowns and the destruction of our economy and all of that bullshit, um, that they did with unnecessary lockdowns that we've created far more jobless people, um, you know, the unemployment rate surged be because of this. Um, and it's unfortunate because, uh, what, was it like a third of at least initially, like I, I realized they're relenting on some of the lockdown stuff, but like a third of the nation essentially like is all like in the service industry. And that's what was, a, that was, that was what was hit the hardest like service and entertainment shit like that. Yeah, And, uh, uh, and then, and then, a lot of the food shortages that that happened early on in this "quote unquote" pandemic were were fucking engineered because they were putting limitations on shit that didn't need limitations, like dairy products. That's fair. I don't know if you guys right. remember that? I don't know if you guys remember that, but this was like clear back in like March, April, May, where they were talking about dairy farmers across the country were having to fucking dump their fucking product because it was going to go bad because people weren't able to buy it in the capacity that they wanted to fucking buy it. Yeah. Like I remember I went to uh, Sam's club cause we use heavy whipping cream in my house a lot, you know, for either coffee or cooking or whatever. So we go through it a lot. So usually we buy three, four, you know, quarts of, uh, of heavy whipping cream. And uh, I went to Sam's club and you were limited to only buying one and it was like why there was no shortage on that and then they created a shortage because there was a shortage afterwards because fucking dairy farmers had to dump their goddamn products <laughs> and yeah. then and then we ran into this other issue with uh you know certain produce like say people that grew onions well you know the the industry that buy that bought onions in bulk guess who that was the service industry yep. you know the fucking the food industry like I'm not going to go to the store and buy a fucking 50 pound bag of goddamn onions. Cause I'm not going <laughs> to use them
0: <all>. Right.
1: <laughs> you know? So then once again, we had all these fucking farmers that just literally had to fucking dump their crops. So early on in this, a lot of these food shortages were fucking engineered. Like, and I'm not like, I, I, I guess, you know, like my conspiracy mind ticks on that, but I'm not necessarily saying like, Oh, you know, well that, that, that was their plan to begin with. It very well could have been, I'm not denying that, but I'm also not, Saying that that was what happened, but like they they put these artificial limitations on shit, and then they also shut down the industry, and and destroyed the supply chain for for these things that are bought in bulk. Like I said, like onions, and then dairy. Like so, then then there was a shortage afterwards because they fucked everything up. Like their response to this was just ridiculous. So so I mean, I guess that's my take on it. Is that I am I myself am not particularly worried. I mean, I understand that. There might be a shortage of some things at the grocery store when you go. But, like, this is talking about, like, you know, with all the people that are far less fortunate than me. I mean, like, it's not like I live high off the hog. I'm a fucking, I'm a schmup that works at a goddamn warehouse. You know, so it's not like I make a shit ton of money. But But, like, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm not necessarily worried about myself. But for those who are far less fortunate than me, for those that don't, have a steady income for those that have lost their jobs for those that rely on charitable meals, uh, from these organizations. Yeah. There's going to be a shortage with that because there's an influx of people needing that service. Um, and they're not able to keep up with it and they're not getting the kind of food you know, that, that they need to be able to keep up with it. And then you got your, you know, your people that hoard shit, you know, like toilet paper because they, I guess they thought coronavirus was going to give them fucking explosive diarrhea. <laughs> so, you know, let's buy, let's buy a six year supply of toilet paper. You know, I don't have anything to eat, but God damn it. I could wipe my ass for when I'm able to produce a poop guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. It's uh, it's really unfortunate. I don't, I'm not too particularly worried about it. I also worry if this is a propaganda piece to get me concerned, so that way you start buying... Like, there's some weird mind games that people play, man. Like, it's weird. Right. Like,
1: four, It's like 4D chess bullshit going yeah.
2: on. Well, you know, I think maybe, like, if that's the case, I, I think that some people, you know, if they have a little bit extra, you know, maybe they can take it to their local food bank, you know? And Absolutely. Like, if even if you had, like, five, five bucks extra or something, like, I'm sure they you know, accept cash donations or, like, if you have any spare change you're not using. Like, I know I have, like, pennies and stuff that, like, I just throw in the bottom of my purse sometimes. Like, you know, anything helps. Like, all that, you know, would go to a good cause. So, if you're worried about them not having food, then, you know, if you have extra, just donate it, you know?
0: Yeah, I I always think that that's, and you know, the problem is a lot of people rely on state and local federal uh, services for that. Nothing beats the local community coming out and helping. I know that the town that I live right. in There are several uh, boxes uh, like these, um, you you know, those community libraries that people have up like in front of their house or churches or, you know, other places where you like take a book, leave a book. Well, they have not only do they have pantries for people who are, you know, who are hungry. They also have built uh, several that are for people whose uh, pets need food, which um, you can't forget about your four legged friends. Uh, You know, it's really important. To, you know, and I think that that's wonderful. I think that that mutual aid is the best way to take care of people, and I guess that's a biased opinion. But I believe mutual aid is the best way to take care of people because all we do have is each other. You really can't rely on right. the state to feed you and your family. Nope. but you can. Yeah, I was just, that, go ahead. As I
1: say, that's that's the best way. Any 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 sort of like you said, any sort of mutual aid that doesn't involve the state is just that's the way to go, man. And, and like you said, it's the best way is for people to come together as a community. Uh, and help each other in, in times of need. That's the only way certain people are going to be able to get through this kind of stuff, you know, is relying on, you know, the charitability of, of other people. And fortunately, like I'm, I am maybe I'm ever the optimist, but, I, you know, there's far more good people than what we get credit for out there.
0: So I don't disagree at all. I we see it all the time. It just doesn't sell. It just doesn't sell. It's not something that the stupid uh, legacy media is interested in talking about. It's all about the fear based uh, reporting and the garbage, the propaganda. But there is a lot of damn fine work out there. And I know that we shit on religion a lot around here, and for you know, for reasons that I feel that is justified, But there are a lot of religious organizations that don't even try to proselytize. If you're hungry, you can show up and you can eat. And that's their job is that, you know, that's that good Christian charity, I guess, is to just feed you and, you know, take care of the community. I have no fucking complaints with that stuff whatsoever. And it's a shout out to the Salvation Army. They always run a soup kitchen. They free stuff. If you if you need clothes, they provide you with clothes. There needs to be a little bit more of that. You don't need to push the Bible on anybody. If they ask, then by all means, hand them a book. But other than that, if they show up with a fucking with hungry kids, just f- give them some fucking food, man. I mean, really, they don't need to hear about the religion unless they ask, and they're very good about that. Um, there needs to be more of that, uh, since uh, you know you should practice what you preach, right? So. Uh, Maybe the Pope should sell some of the fucking alien paintings that he got and, uh, you know, in that uh, vault with the rest in that uh, uh, allegedly, uh, off topic. Did you hear, uh, there's allegedly an altar in the depths, the depths of the Vatican. There's, there's a, (laughs) there's, there's, the depths of the Vatican. There is The Uh, uh, the, the hallways, the hallways where the Pope would run downstairs and there's a secret altar that goes back 1500 years and it's an altar to Lucifer, the bright morning. Yeah, Yeah, there's allegedly a fucking altar for Lucifer underneath the Vatican. I mean, you have to step over a lot of skeletons of little children to get there, but... um, I w- would I be surprised? No. I-, I know that's completely off topic, but I ju- just... Is it for right.
2: reals? I'm going to look it up. You go
0: ahead and look it well, up. Well,
1: you, sh- you should also look into uh, whatever that new fucking that hall is that they built that looks like a fucking serpent's head.
2: No, I've seen that. That's pretty cool looking.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's cool looking, but also for the Vatican, <laughs> that's fucking creepy,
0: man. Dear like, your angel, she's like, you know, like, dude, it's cool. And Chris is like, <laughs> yeah, well, pump the brakes. Yeah, it looks cool, <laughs> but that's such yeah. a... We might have a prop right. on it- our it's hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't (laughs) like. I don't disagree. Like, I know what you're saying. It just looks cool.
1: I mean, like, 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 just like according to their fucking holy book. Like, isn't the serpent the fucking
0: bad guy? Like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, (laughs) that was funny. that's marvelous. Hey, you
1: know, Bobbity Boopy, let's build a fucking (laughs) cathedral. It looks like a fucking snake's head, guys. (laughs) I'm sure Jesus would fucking love that, right? And then they have that, like,
2: they have that weirdo, like the, um, Satan's throne like I don't know is that yeah, is that what that they're calling weird it?
1: Fucking sculpture of quote unquote Jesus with like a fucking serpent coming out of his neck or some shit.
2: Yeah, it's all weirdo. Like,
1: yeah, it is fucking weird, man. Like the fucking fuck the Vatican. That, I mean, that's really all. <laughs> yes. I, I can I'll sum up my whole argument. I I won't go on a long tirade. Just fuck the
0: Vatican. Yeah, so. I think that keeps it simple. I uh, I don't disagree, but uh, K
1: I S S keep it simple, stupid. That's
0: right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys before we round uh, things out. So not too long ago, a federal court struck down uh, coronavirus restrictions in the Pennsylvania Commonwealth. And uh, I'll just read a little bit of it. It says a federal judge struck down Pennsylvania uh, Governor Tom Wolf's orders restricting mass gatherings and shutting down business in mid the COVID nineteen pandemic is unconstitutional. Monday, as lockdown restrictions and business closures continue to be a major source of contention in the pandemic as the pandemic stretches on. Um, this show that will also be on the show notes. But I wanted to ask uh, the group: Do you see a trend here? Because I know that there have been challenges not only in Pennsylvania, but most recently, uh, Whitmer's orders were challenged and uh, struck down in Michigan, and also they've happened in Wisconsin um three pretty sizable states uh it's not like rhode island or anything like that uh no offense to rhode island but uh pretty sizable so do you guys see the do you think this is a trend do you think i now the thing is it's going to take a long time and once again i don't expect any justice from the courts because they get their paychecks from the same place they are government employees but it's kind of promising in a sense there's a little glimmer of hope that at least some federal judges now of course the, uh, the left is getting mad because the judge that took care of this is a William Stickman, was an appointee of uh, glorious comrade Trump. So, of course, they're saying that, oh, well, this is uh, judicial activism on behalf of this judge to because uh, Mr. Trump obviously was very critical of the lockdowns and all that other stuff. He's not right about a lot of stuff, but I felt that he was right about this. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think that this is a, a trend that we're going to continue to see as not only the months... But maybe in years to come, we're going to see people taking states to uh, lawsuits over the loss of their businesses, property, their uh, the equity, the, anything that they've lost over this thing. What do you think, Christopher? Do you, think, do you, do you see this as being a trend that's going to continue? Um,
1: once again, ever being the optimist. Uh, I mean, I hope it's a trend, but on, you know, in, in the same breath, like it's, it, it's too little too late. i mean like they've already destroyed people's lives you know what i mean like the damage has been done um now going forward it would be nice yeah if this became more of a trend and and we could uh try and scale back further damage but but in a lot of cases like the damage is already done man like you guys should have did this back in fucking back in fucking march and april like like where the fuck were you guys at? Fucking six, seven, eight months ago? Like you, you're a little late to the ball game here, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the first
1: pitch has already been thrown in it and it is fucking foul ball. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that's a good I mean, point.
1: Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I mean that, that's a lot of the shit does need to be challenged. I mean, because an obvious overstep of, of their authority, which you know, once again, going back to our. Uh, you know, our, our thesis here, which is like, you know, fuck your authority anyways. But uh, but yeah, they clearly overstepped their bounds. Um, I think they did far more damage than what the virus did. And that's not the downplay, like the deaths that 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 have occurred because of it. But like the economic damage has far more reaching effect. You know I what I mean? Where yeah, yeah. like, unfortunate, like, like the deaths are like the immediate effect, you know? And like I said, once again, not to downplay that I'm not, not being, you know, you know, without empathy for that kind of shit, but, but you know, the, the economic effect, it's like, it's like the butterfly effect, you know, that ripple effect, and it's going to continue. That wave is going to go forward and it's going to become a, a, a fucking, you know, a tsunami or some shit like that. Like it's, like the far reaching effects of it are far more damaging than, than anything that that virus did. Far more damaging, you know. Um, and like I said, once again, like I, I know I'm repeating myself here, but not to downplay the death toll, but you know like early on like all these people were like oh do you want grandma to die well fucking grandma already fucking died that's why the death toll is so fucking high <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like truly we, yeah. we'd already we had already failed at what our original goal, po- goal post was which was to protect the most vulnerable well we failed at that so now we need to protect ourselves economically and uh you know going forward like i i really do hope this becomes a trend like like you said we've already seen a couple couple states starting to do this and hopefully it starts like a snowball effect um because a lot of people are fucking tired of the restrictions man like it's it's ridiculous just like i know here in ohio like there's bars that are fucking struggling because they have to fucking close at 10 p.m it's like like what is the coronavirus like more lethal after 10 p.m or some shit like that like, yeah that's it's just like, these, they're so counterintuitive like there's no logic to some of this shit you well, know what i mean like it's, Let people fucking go to the goddamn bar and have a good time, goddamn. I
0: agree. Well, I always make the joke that, you know, the coronavirus, you know, is you know, up until ten o'clock, the coronavirus is sharpening its knives. And once ten oh one ten oh one rolls around, those knives are extra sharp and you better watch your ass in the parking lot of that bar.
2: But if you have right. the the plexiglass oh it, yeah well then it, it's it negates it the virus yeah like the, it gets right? all slippery it's Science. Like, oh i'm so slippery the fucking... yep <laughs>
0: plexiglass and the fucking face diapers man yep it stops everything by the way everything. i didn't i didn't think we were going to talk about this but if anybody uh is a fan of south park please watch the pandemic special it is absolutely <laughs> yes. priceless it is absolutely right? phenomenal it is uh and uh Fuckcrack.com and yes. that fucking bag of jizz that that, that said some <laughs> terrible things about that. Like, is this what we really need? Well, while your bitch ass is writing Absolutely shit articles, what we fucking need. yes, it is, yes it is, and it was fantastic. It your was wonderful commentary
1: on everything from the over militarization of our police to the fucking like. It was, it was it was wonderful, and I don't care what anybody says, but what the creators of South Park had to say was exactly what we fucking needed right now. So
2: <laughs> I, I,
1: it was exactly what... And like you said, fucking crack.com and your fucking shit articles, go fuck yourself. Yeah,
2: it was... I <laughs> yes. mean, it was hilarious. Like, I don't even know what what their... Pro- Did they watch it? Like, no, this was before no, the episode. No, they didn't oh, watch okay. it. This is before the
1: episode ever aired, and people were already... It's these fucking... SJW fucking neo-reactionary fucking types, you know, that are always like, oh, they're obviously going to say things that are going to offend me, so therefore they shouldn't say it, blah, 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 blah. Go fuck yourself.
2: But it wasn't. None of it was offensive. It was fucking hilarious. And it was
0: heartbreaking, too, because the poor kid just wanted to do something normal and go to Build-A-Bear. You know what I mean? Like, it's.
2: And then, like, Stan cracked.
0: Yeah, he couldn't take it anymore. Like, you know, it's. It was, uh, it was, I enjoyed the fuck out of it because I could relate to so much of that. Like, I, I also want to do things that are normal, like go to see my friend Chris's uh, punk rock show at an undisclosed location where not one fucking face diaper was found. People were smoking the ganj and the regular tobacco indoors, like America in 2003. And I enjoyed myself immensely. I'm like, oh, smells like freedom. Now, mind you, I don't smoke a tobacco, I don't smoke the tobacco. But I applaud you if, in fact, I would smoke one with you in solidarity. I mean, I might not inhale, but I'll smoke one with you. They were
2: smoking the tobacco outside, sir.
0: No, no, no. The drummer for the second band, he was was smoking a cigarette while drumming at the same time like a fucking savage.
2: But that was for the act.
0: (laughs) I don't care if it's performance art. It's still skill. Please. Okay. Right. okay. Okay, you go ahead and try to play punk rock drums while you're huffing down a cigarette. Like,
2: <laughs> I can't play drums anyway, so I mean, you're like, regularly. you damn
0: it, woman don't play semantics with me. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're doing, uh, comrade commissar. So watch your ass over there. <laughs> hey,
2: I'm doing my job then.
0: I guess you are. Uh, yeah, I'll stand in line. Um, I uh, I don't have anything else. Wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please face wall, comrade.
2: I do have I do have uh so I was looking up, because I can't find what you're talking about as far as the Vatican goes, but apparently the devil is there. Okay. What, like visiting,
0: or does he, he live there?
2: No, like he lives there, um, and and he hangs out So there. hell
0: is at the Vatican?
2: Well, it says... <laughs> so it made shocking headlines in 2010 when... Uh, they claimed Satan was hiding in the in the Vatican. He wasn't speaking figuratively, and in, in his view, the scandals and corruptions that have the the um, Church in recent times are all attributed to the devil. Even Pope uh, Pope Paul the said something similar in 1972, lamenting that from somewhere or another, the smoke of Satan has entered the temple of God. And then there's another thing that says proof Jesus wasn't crucified. So I'm kind of interested in that, and then the number one thing, which everything always goes back to this person, proof that Pope Pius helped Hitler.
0: I, I don't think that that's accurate because that dude was exonerated like in a big way. Even the chief be- rabbi of fucking Rome gave him like a medal or something.
2: I believe you, but I'm saying that there's that's what they're saying at the Vatican that proof that Pope Pius the twelfth. Helped Hitler.
0: Okay. Well, you know something? We uh, Just a shout-out to our audience real quick, just a reminder that we do have a B-side that's coming up. This might be with the content that will be on the B-side. I'm not so sure. It's usually a last-minute game-time decision. If you want access to that B-side, patreon.com forward slash useguyspod. If you do a little contribution there, you get access to a nice library that we've built up of content yeah. that's never going to be released for everybody else. you got to You got to pay to play. And it's real cheap entry price. It's two bucks a month, and there's an opportunity. Maybe I'm not guaranteeing it, but maybe you get yourself an exclusive T-shirt that's not on our website. So right. go on, head on over there, sign up, see the stuff, enjoy yourself. Um, I don't have anything else, Christopher. If you have anything else before we wrap it up,
1: uh, no, I don't particularly have anything else. But I would just like to say to those who are on the fence about uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Um, it's, it's kind of almost like we're running like two podcasts here. (laughs) So like all that bonus content, it's not like, like some of them are shorter, but like most of the time, like you're talking like 30, 45 minutes, sometimes hour long episodes. So we're putting in some work and like you said, it's very, very cheap, $2 a month and you get access to a whole library of additional podcasts. So just reiterating and rebroadcasting what you said. Other than that, I'm good. I got nothing else to add.
0: All right, Comrade Commissar.
2: <laughs> no, that's it. That I mean, yeah, uh, for on the Patreon, we have a total of nine B-sides, which is approximately nine hours worth of content because, like uh, Christopher said, a couple of them go over an hour. Some of them are under an hour. So you're looking at about, like, ten hours of content, you know, to to listen to and enjoy. And
1: it's and... going to continue to grow.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll be coming up with some fun stuff uh as we approach the holidays, we're going to put together some fun uh, episodes. I'd like to get the group together for an ugly Christmas sweater special in person in studio, maybe a little bit of the green stuff to help facilitate the mood. Um, mm. There may be a B-side yeah. that goes along with that. Uh, but we will, I'd like to do some fun stuff with the group here uh, very shortly as the holidays kick off. But until next week, uh, thank you very much for listening. I would like to also remind you guys that you could f- email us at info at useguyspod.com and at gmail.com And, of course, at useguyspod across Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, special shout-out, of course, to the people who are already are patrons. Thank you very much for patronizing us. I hope that you're enjoying yourselves on the Patreon. And I would like to also give a shout-out once again, without fail, my boy, Paul B from B Town. He's writing me novels still. Like he, the man is on fire. I need to get him over here for the podcast. I know he doesn't smoke at a ganj, but the man doesn't need anything. He is well oiled, ready to go. The man is on fire. So, Paul, thank you very much for your support. You can find us on Twitter at me. I'm at Jay J-A-Y-C-O-L-E-A-U. Christopher is at the bloodletting. That is one word. Angel underscore Soundgirl, because she's not going to change her Twitter handle to her new title because it's too long. And, of course, you (laughs) could find uh, Randall at Randy Rand underscore duh underscore man. He also has another Twitter handle, and if you're careful enough, you'll catch it because I post it with the rest of ours when the show goes up. So, hey, I would like to say, hey, you guys. Thank you for listening. Shout-out to our international listeners from France, Australia, Spain, the United Kingdom, Romania, Italy, Belgium, Brazil, Greece, Holland, Sweden, Finland, Canada, Poland, Germany, India, Russia, Portugal, Croatia, Puerto Rico, and Argentina. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for the support, everybody. Uh, we, we love having you guys as an audience. Remember, if you got anything you want to suggest to us, email us at, info at useguyspod. We'd love to have to entertain your ideas, and if you have a guest that you want us to talk to, please don't uh, don't be shy. And if you want to come on to the show, by all means, drop us an email and let us know. So, uh, from us guys to you guys, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week.
2: Bye.
1: Babidi booby. <laughs> <laughs>